Oh, that's interesting. And actually speaking about, since we often refer back to uh, AQR and their content, and they do produce a lot of great content, I did uh, hear their latest uh, podcast episode, which was actually the debate about systematic versus discretionary trading. And I, th- I thought that was a fascinating uh, conversation. And, and, and I think that the key takeaways were really, to, to a large extent, was really how, and I think they had the founder of Maverick, one of the largest hedge funds uh, on the show as well. And he basically said you know my analysts they may only have two or three positions they only follow two or three companies they they need to get to know them you know better than the ceo and so on and so forth and and of course aqr comes in and say well you know we do the complete opposite i mean we we diversify as much as we possibly can um and 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 but what they what what was interesting about it they had done some kind of large study on performance and and this i think will surprise people so their conclusion was that both type of strategies, if you look at a large universe of discretionary managers and systematic managers, to a large extent over different time frames, the performance was not that different. But what people may be surprised about to know is that the systematic guys had much less risk. And I thought that was interesting because I think a lot of people believe that when you have a human person doing it <laughs> in the background, that there should be less risk on that side and systems are, you know, can, you know, will end up being much more risky. But in fact, the conclusion was the complete opposite. So more or less same return, but the systematic guys did it with less risk. And therefore, I guess you could say that the risk adjusted returns were higher. And so I thought that was interesting. Yeah, the systems yes, very um, interesting. are objective, they're rule-based, and it's really the only way to... Uh, get into your portfolio, lots of diversification, lots of currencies, commodities, stocks, bonds, long and short. So without the systematic approach, it's difficult to, you know, diversification is so powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Coming back to Miller, I mean, the fact that he's doing or he's done 120 calendar quarters, five of them being down, right? So it's 114 up quarters. And so he's been going through all those markets. So certainly he's got a feel for risk. You know, he's doing it in a discretionary way. But, you know, when you listen to uh, to this interview again, you know, he strikes me as this, like he's, he's taking in a ton of information, listening intensely, focusing intensely, wants to understand, understand and learn all those things. And, you know, when, when he then says, okay, I'm I'm building up those small positions. So, you know, throwing arrows at the wall, seeing what sticks. And then only if it, you know, shows the, the conviction and that, that follow through, then, I, then I'm going to pile into the trade. And then again, with respect to risk, he also said, if I remember that correctly, those really big trades, he's only doing in markets which are like super liquid bonds, currencies, right? So that he has at least the opportunity and a chance to to get out right and get out quick if um if he's proven incorrect yes and he did say as well and 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 maybe that's an you know an interesting uh, observation with regards to the point that he mentioned that he had made more money in the down years but he also said that most of what their really big trades were in currencies, yeah. it wasn't really equities per se, and and but what you said, Moritz, is I mean, 
but that's what we that's what we preach in turn trend following right no, i mean I as our agree. as our system yeah mm -hmm. as our system systems gets more convinced and the and, and the and the uh, conviction level builds up with the signal strength we add to that position up to a certain level and 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 he's just doing it in a different way but the principle is the and, same and, and i agree so you know we we do it in a systematic way and i also um, I think, uh, Jerry, I just remember that this week you tweeted uh, also an article, which I found was real funny, saying, um, if done properly, properly, then asset management is a 24-7 type of job. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It definitely isn't 24-7 for me. Um, and, and that's one of the beauties of, of that systematic approach, right? Just follow the price. I mean, if our systems... I don't want to say become convinced, say, you know, they, they take on more trades. They also would pile into trades, at, at least, you know, uh, on my side, that would happen uh, and increase the position size. Right. And and it's just all done automatically. There's no 24-7 uh, to that at all. Yeah. Right. And the more you, you know, uh, yeah. And I think there's many, uh, lots of evidence that the more you try, the harder you work, if it's discretionary, you're not going to be nearly as good as a rules-based approach. And that's kind of the issue there. Uh, I'd like to reward you for all your hard work and sweat and your 24-7 and never seeing your children. But actually, the truth of the matter is you'd do a lot better if you worked less and just followed some rules. I was listening. Uh, so I'm in Orlando this week and I was listening uh, to uh, a podcast, um, you know, on, on the way over here. And it was about thought reversals and how you deal with these things. And it's really about busting myth. And the example they used uh, was really this thing about, well, you know, a lot of people believe that the harder you work, the more successful you'll be. But but the truth is that if you just ask the question is, does that mean that everybody that works hard becomes successful? And of course, clearly the answer is no. <laughs> so so, uh, so I agree with that, uh, Moritz, uh, that, you know, this doesn't have to be a 24-7 you know, uh, you know, work um, situation in order to be successful in uh, with your investments and 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 going on from there. And this whole and I, I heard another great interview uh, this week um, with, with with Tony Robbins, who who obviously have been interviewing uh, some of the most successful uh, investors in the world um, when writing his uh, latest books and. Um, and it's very clear that, uh, you know, a lot of their strategies, uh, their success was based on true diversification, true diversification over asset classes and within asset classes. And when you do that, it, it actually takes, I think, less time to have a successful or run up a successful portfolio than if you want to, you know, get every single tick out of just trading the S&P. That's that's definitely a twenty four seven or twenty four five uh, you know work situation unless you are fully autom automated. So so sometimes it's it's not intuitive that you can become very successful also as an investor and actually don't have to spend that much time on your portfolio as a whole. Mm -hmm.